Hey, Wide Left Sports listeners, do I have an opportunity for you? The Billings American Legion is holding their annual Hall of Fame dinner Saturday, April 15th at the Doubletree Hotel here in Billings. And let me tell you, it is a great event. There's dinner guest speaker, which this year will be Bill Spaceman Lee, and a live auction. And the best part is every cent goes back to the boys and goes back to the Billings American Legion program. It is a great event that they hold yearly, and it is just a blast to go to. Tickets will be available soon, so be on the lookout at the Billings American Legion website. Again, that is April 15th at the Doubletree Hotel. Let's do it. Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today I am joined by MSU's mascot, Champ the Bobcat. How are you doing today? Good. How are you doing today, Mitch? I'm excited. I am so excited for this too. So I have to ask, my first question is, how the heck did you get to be Champ? Oh, okay. So this is a super long story. Uh, But I mean, this is why we have a podcast. So like, I could just tell you everything about it. So I... um. I was an, I did a little bit of athletics in high school, um, but if you're my for whoever's listening, if you're a Montana crowd, uh, you probably know what speech and drama is. Um, and I, um, without revealing too much, I did pretty well. Um, I did pretty well um, at the state level. Um, and but there was a guy that I competed with um, my freshman and sophomore year. He was actually from Shepherd, Montana, um, and he. Um, he and I stayed in contact, uh, and I, uh, in high school, uh, was a radio DJ. This is going to take a, this is a long route before we get there. So get ready. So I was a radio DJ in high school. Um, and of course I was doing acting and stuff like that. And I said, I want to do this for a living. And so I was saving money doing radio. Um, and I finally, uh, moved out of small town Baker, Montana, and I know small town, right? Small town, Baker, Montana, moved out to uh, Eastern Washington, uh, moved out there. Um, I worked for two days at a radio station and COVID hit and laid me off. I got dumped. Um, but I'd still kind of kept in contact with, uh, actually, I didn't say his name, Chisholm, uh, because he's he doesn't mascot anymore. I had, I kept in contact with Chisholm and I knew he was mascotting here at MSU and he reached out and he said, hey, hey, champ. Uh, do you want to, do you want to try out? And I said, no, <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I said, screw that. <laughs> I was like, no, absolutely not. I was like, uh, who the hell wants to dress up in a like 45 pound cat suit and run around? Um, and so, but we'd still just talked. And, and at that time I'd moved to Bozeman because my dad was living here or living close to here. And uh, I had friends that went to college here. I was a big, I, I mean, my both my parents went here, so I'm a huge Cats fan. Uh, and so, but I'd still kind of talked with him and reached out to him. Um, and he said, hey, uh, you get a pretty nice scholarship with this. Um, if you wanted to go to college, which I said I didn't, but if you wanted to go to college, this is this would be a kind of a go-to. And I tried out for the team and it was just him and I. So basically it was just a sh- like, I could have been the worst mascot ever. And I got in, uh, but that, that's, that's, I mean, that's the pretty, pretty, uh, there's a, there's a couple other things that went on between that. Um, I was uh, actually, no, I'm pretty, I'm pretty open about this. Uh, I was probably not in a good place mentally, not a good place physically, not a good place spiritually. Um, I was, um, drinking a, like pro- more than more than a normal college student would, um, trying to just deal with stuff that was going on, and I gotta say, mascotting pulled me out of that. And now I'm now I I don't drink hardly ever anymore. I, um, and now I'm doing this. So I know it's a long roundabout way to answer your question, Mitch, but <laughs> but there you go. That's awesome, man. And I mean, sometimes those long roundabout ways are the ways you get to what you want to do in life. And it, it seems like you're doing a great job as champ. I mean, I watch it with every game on the sidelines with the 
either it's the students or even just the people in the stands, you're doing an awesome job. So thank you. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, you mentioned it's a 45 pound suit that you're wearing when you're jumping. How do you condition your body to do that? All right. So that's a, so like, that is a uh, interesting, that, that, that's a complicated question because um, I mean, you can put 45 pounds on your back and you can walk around with 45 pounds on your back. You can move. Uh, the real kicker is, is because of the mascot head, you can't breathe. Like the breathing is super constricted. So yeah, you and I both could walk around with 45 pounds on a backpack and we'd be all right, but it's the breathing that shuts you down. Uh, so it's a lot of conditioning. Um, I got a shout out to my, uh, my, my coach that I've had. Uh, she is a animal. She put us through the ringer during practices and two day practices uh, regarding just regarding uh, how much cardio we've done. So I have to say it's a lot of cardio, an insane amount of cardio. Um, and so, yeah, that, that's the way to do it. Uh, but right now, like um, a lot of running, a lot of strength training, actually. Um, but the one thing that I, I haven't had a chance to do is uh, running with a mask on uh, because that actually like simulate, that would simulate just how little breathing you have. Yeah, that, that's that's my answer I got for you. If we're guarding, it's a lot of running, a lot of cardio, a lot of burpees, a um, little bit of strength training, but all of it's all of it's cardio. <laughs> for sure. So when you're champ, you are the hype for Montana State Athletics. I mean, you are pretty much the face of Montana State Athletics in the stands at the basketball games and the football games. How do you get the crowd going to support the athletic program? You know, it, it's really complicated. Uh, luckily here at MSU, we have a great student section. I mean, the student section here is fantastic. I love the student section. I love all the students. Very rarely do I ever have a problem with a student. Uh, they are the living lifeblood. And I think they'd probably be just fine without me if I wasn't there. But yeah, I... Uh, <laughs> we roll very, very well together. I also have friends that are in the student section that know what my job is. They're very, they're very uh, um, secretive about it just as I am, but they, uh, they know about it. So if I ever have like a plan or something that I want to do, um, I will kind of reach out to them and be like, Hey, this is a plan. If I come up to you and give you a double thumbs up, or if I give you a signal, uh, I need you to kind of make it around the student section saying, Hey, champ's going to do this. Champ's going to do this. So like, we got, we got to get ready as a crowd. Uh, and so that helps out a lot. I have a buddy named Logan. Uh, he, he has been a rock star about that. Uh, there's one thing I'll, t I'll, I'll give you a sneak peek. I did it last year, but I'm going to do it this year because we have Greek games coming up. Shout out Greek week. Um, I am dressing champ up at Anatoga because you know, it's Greek week. Gotta go hop up in the toga, and I was actually nervous about this last year um, because I'm I'm not uh, I'm not uh, how do I say this I'm dressing basically up as Moses, right? And what I do is I take like this wooden staff, which in all reality is just like a is a broomstick, like a broom handle, <laughs> and I go into the student section and I slam the broomstick and they part those seas of students. It's so cool. I'll get you video of it because it is yes. awesome and it's my favorite thing ever makes me feel so cool uh but back, back to like how do I keep the student section involved um a lot of it is just going into the student section interacting with the students constantly the students love champ the bobcat more well 90 percent of them love champ the bobcat there's still a couple people that are pretty wary mascots freak them out right I I mean you can tease them a little bit but like I eh, kind of stay away from them. but like most of the people you just kind of you work with them and you kind of build a community, even though you can't talk, you build a community with these students. And so uh, one thing that I do is I'll raise my hands in the air and I'll shake, I'll be shaking my hands or I'll raise my arms in the air, shaking my hands and I'll, I'll usher the students to raise their hands with me. And so they're shaking their hands and then like a car or like a, like a bobsled team or like a roller coaster, 
if I go right, like if I start waving my hands right, they go right. And then if we go left, we go left. If we go back, we go back, we go forward. And then if we start going crazy, we start going crazy. And I used to do that all the stinking time during uh, free throws. Uh, when the other team was doing free throws, I just haven't had the chance to do it very much. But, but uh, a lot of it's conditioning. <laughs> I am I am straight up conditioning the students to do that, do what I want. Um, and then I having having uh, some insiders, you know. Um, and, and oh, and also shout out to the uh, spirit. I mean, the rest of Spirit Squad, the guys. Um, they start the chance, um, and they run the chance, and they interact with the student section a little bit and they interact with the band and the band's a huge part of stuff. Yes. Um, um, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I got. I mean, I, I could go, I could talk about the band for another 20 minutes. They are. Oh, the band is a great part of MSU for sure. Spirit yeah. of the West. <laughs> yeah. Did you play, were you a band? Did you play in band or were you? No, I am. Um, so I actually have not gone to MSU. I've just grown up a huge Bobcat fan. My dad went there and like yeah. I said, my brother is now, um, I am at MSUB here in Billings. Oh, that's all right. Awesome. The uh, what are the, what are the, the jackets? Right, the, the yellow jackets. The yep. Yellow jackets. No, I uh, the band here is uh perfect. I I love the band. My mom played in the band in college. Um, traveled with them across the uh, the world. Um, and so I have a huge respect for anyone that's in band. I was I did band in high school as well. Um, and those guys, those guys get the crowd rolling. That is something like, like when I go, like that is something you like someone that doesn't go to games all the time, doesn't really think of, but when the band's not there, like the first uh, couple games, of the basketball season band, like the pep band wasn't there and I won't, it was dead. It was just boring. Like the games were great, but like mm. student section, the band, it was just dead. Like the band Band does more than I do. I would say the band band is more of a mascot than I am, you know, for sure. So, you know, my next question is, you know, you mentioned the toga and I know there's a few other outfits for champ. Um, what is your favorite? Oh, OK. <laughs> All right. All right. So I don't know how many of my fans will be like, I don't know how many my fans will click on this and, and listen to this whole thing. I hope that they do. I hope that they hear this, but I want them to know that I do know what they say. I do. I do hear things and I do know what those, those people say. And when I wear the, the, it's the football top and it's the, it's the uh, camo pants. I don't know what it's about. I don't know why. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. But that student section will be so riled up. It's insane. They go crazy. They think champ is the hottest, pardon my language, hottest shit out there. <laughs> and it's funny. It's so great. Uh, um, so that's that's one of them. I think uh, I, uh, I uh, one of the other mascots and I, uh, we performed a halftime show uh for cat grizz and we wore like these black skinny leather jeans um and we basically dressed up as axel rose and that one was fun too um <laughs> I any, saw that, like, that one was cool you saw yeah you saw the photos of that one. that one was yeah. sick i love i love that one but i have to say i have to say the the army football uniform that one is that one's great i love that one that one that one's fun and then it's the toga's fun i I don't know. Well, I'm trying to expand more into uh, because Champ is a, like a double XL. It's very, very hard to find him like costumes. So like when Halloween comes around, that is like prime time. Uh, but like that, I would say the I to answer your question, I'd say the uh, the the football army football uniforms. Uh, those are that's the best. Love that one for sure. So I want to kind of go back to conditioning a little bit because there's one yes, part sir. in the. Um, football games that you do with ROTC that recently you've had to do a bunch of because the Bobcats score a bunch push-ups yeah yeah, yeah. how hard yeah. is that in champ's suit oh it's the hardest thing ever it's so <laughs> difficult uh no it's not um it, well to a point so shout out my buddy Zane on the team um because of because like MSU has been a, a very just scoring prominent team. 
Uh, shout out to the football team. They've been killing it. Love those guys. Um, during the first quarter, very recently, during the first quarter, our team has just been destroying. Um, and so during the first quarter of the game, I'm not on that side of the field. And then second quarter, I am on that side of the field. And then third quarter, I'm not there. And then fourth quarter, I'm there. Well, well during fourth quarter, we tend to pull our starters, throw in a couple other guys. Right. Um, and and it, the scoring tends to slow down. Um, so my buddy Zane on the team, he's been doing almost all the push-ups. So I've been skimping on the push-ups and they will say that and they will call me out on it. And if I lied, they would they would hear this and I would get so much crap. And the student section has also called me out on it. They're like, do push-ups. And it's not that I can't do them. I just don't want to. <laughs> I'm going to be frank. I don't want to do them. <laughs> I hate push-ups. Um, but actually, they're pretty easy. Um, in all reality, um, if I were to go to full depth with push-ups, there's no possible way I'd be able to do 50. There's no shot. I Not as fast as they want. Like, I'd be able to do 50, but not nearly as fast as they're going. Right. Um, but, but because Champ's chest is so big and his nose and head is so big, um, you only go down just a little bit. And then you bonk your nose off the ground, and you're really just doing, like, quarter push-ups, which are not hard until you get to about 60. And then that sucks. <laughs> and my buddy Nate, who's also on the team, uh, Nate, Nate is the six foot seven ginger and one of my best friends. Uh, during Gold Rush, which if my Cats fans were there, we all know that game was about 100, 110 degrees or 100 yeah. degrees. And for me, it was 130. <laughs> I lost so much water weight that game. It was insane. Uh, but that was the first game. And of course, we were like just destroying them. And it was fourth quarter, and we got to, like, I don't know, it was, like, 40 or 50. And, of course, I'd lost – so I was dead on my feet, like, had no energy. And I was doing these push-ups, and I got 35. And I and Nate said – all he heard me go was, ah! and then one giant sigh, and then just start repping him out back again. But it is – that's a great question. No one, no one's – never – no one's asked me about the push-ups before. <laughs> they are – they are a different – they are a different breed. But shout-out Zane uh, – what his last name is uh on the on the cheer team he he reps those push-ups out and he loves the attention and i'll give him to him i'll give him to him anytime that he wants to do push-ups i'll let him have it (laughs) that's awesome for sure so you know you mentioned obviously the 100 degree game i know there was the super cold game with game day which i will get into as a whole other animal here in a minute yeah. how do you um you know how do you get yourself ready for such drastic changes in the weather from the beginning of the season to the end uh, you know what like so gold rush so actually gold rush was my very first full football game ever i'd ever done so what into what a like ring of fire that you get thrown literal ring of <laughs> fire that you get thrown into and said survive um but I have a great community of friends that are in the mascot community, um, friends that are down in Texas, friends that do it professionally, friends that are all over the place that I have reached out to, networking, 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 that I reached out to um, beginning a season and said, hey, how am I going to prepare for this gold rush game? Like this is going to be, and there was almost a thought where I wasn't going to do half the game because it was just dangerous. Like it literally was just so dangerous for me. Um, and they said, Gatorade, Gatorade, water, 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 not just the day before, but the whole week. You need to be hydrating double, triple of what you usually were this whole week. And that's what I did. Um, That helped um, to a point. Um, During third quarter and halftime, I have a break. So uh, if there's fans that are like, where's Champ during third quarter and halftime? That's because Champ's tired and needs a break because he's – tired <laughs> right and so i go and uh drink a pile of gatorade pile of water um and um just pile electrolytes um and that really and then uh one of uh our coach's husband uh coach dad love him uh he basically was dumping ice cold water on me during the game uh and there were fans i still here's one thing 
there are fans that will come up to me after every game and give me a hug and want a photo and do all this. And I, I promise them I'm screaming, no, 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 no. You don't want this because I'm wet and I'm soaking wet and it's not water. It's not, it's sweat and they want hugs and I all power to them. I wouldn't do it. (laughs) I wouldn't give me a hug. All power to them. Uh, But like the, uh, to answer the gold rush question. Yeah. Just, Gatorade, water, Gatorade, water, Gatorade, water, Gatorade. Um, for colder games, I know we're getting to that. We'll get to the game day thing here in a bit. But for the colder games, I'm telling you, I dress the same for 110 degree weather that I do in negative 30. Compression underwear and compression t-shirt. Um, if it's really freezing, I'll wear a long sleeve compression uh, t-shirt. But it could be negative 30 and I am comfortable. I am nice and warm. I am perfect. If I ever get cold, I just start running around. There, there you go. That's 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 how I fix everything. <laughs> if I'm cold, I run. If I'm hot, I drink water. It's probably a little bit easier to be in a cold game than a hot game, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes, of course. <laughs> I loved – I gosh, it was amazing. Cold <laughs> games are amazing. I South Dakota, when we went down to South Dakota State – that was the only game ever where I actually got chilly where I was like, huh, I'm a little brisk right now. And that was the weirdest thing ever. Huh? Weirdest thing ever. Cause you would have been freezing. Anyone else would have been freezing. And I who have never been cold in the mascot suit was cold for the first time ever. And it was weird. <laughs> that tells you just how cold it really was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the wind, oh, the wind was cutting through me like crazy. Oh, that was that was a that wasn't great. That wasn't that wasn't a fun time. <laughs> oh, I bet. So now I, I gotta ask about this game day situation and yeah, how cool it was to be a part of that one. And then of course the iconic moment of having Lee Corso put on Champ's head. How cool was that? Oh, dude, that was the coolest. That is a I and I will admit that was a once in a lifetime experience. I will never experience something like that ever again. I mean. I know, I know, like game day goes to Georgia every year. Game day goes to Alabama every year. Game day doesn't go to the FCS. They never go to the FCS. No. Let alone, this is my second year. I I am, I, I got to do game day. And so uh, we were, that was an actual pretty nerve wracking event um, because we had never done anything like that administration never done anything like that we've never had something an event that big and like very little like like no time to prepare for it like zero time to prepare for it and so i using my using my um like connections reached out to tcu super frog reached out to the alabama mascot lsu oklahoma boomer sooner uh reached out to all these teams that have oh and the georgia bulldog um and uh who else? Uh, a couple other teams I reached out to and said, hey, I know uh, you guys have done these before. Can someone give me a schedule? What's this like? What am I doing? And they were like, all right, boom, 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 boom. This is what's going to happen. This is what's going to go. Um, get ready. You're going to about to have the time of your life. And uh, that was great and all. But then they asked for champ's head. <laughs> <laughs> Now, uh, I actually don't know. Actually, I'll tell you this anyway. I uh, there is only one like like starting mascot head. Uh, there is one. So we have about four four mascot heads. Now that I think about it, I don't know where two of them are. They're probably in storage. Uh, but uh, yeah. Uh, so there's the starter one that you and I know. Uh, the one you saw Lee Corso wear was the starter head. And then there was another one, the one that I was wearing around on game day, that was the backup head that had been broken and then it was fixed. But it looks weird and it doesn't have as great viewing. Um, Something that kept happening during that whole entire event is I had never really put that head through much work. I'd never really done much head, like head throat, like throwing and like, like, like doing the worm and stuff like that and dancing mm-hmm. uh the chin strap kept popping off oh no so the head at one point almost flew off 
Oh no. Yeah. How bad would have that been? That would have been horrible. That would have been awful. Exactly. Especially during game day on the biggest scene ever. Uh, and uh, so that was a huge deal. And so I was constantly trying to fix it, constantly trying to fix it. And I'm a very animated mascot. Uh, I pride myself on my crowd work. I can't dance very well, uh, but I think I like to think I do my crowd work pretty well. And my crowd work was just not nearly as good as I wanted it to be because I just couldn't couldn't do as much as I could. Um, but it gets worse. <laughs> um, it gets worse because I'm dancing and doing my thing. And the chin strap is like holding on pretty well. Uh, and at some point I hear some like rustling in the head. Uh-oh. And uh, um, for someone that hasn't put on a mascot head, this is how I describe it. Put a hockey helmet on and then put a head around it. So wherever you turn your head, that's where you're looking. So I went to go turn my head and my head inside the mascot head moved, but the mascot head didn't. The brackets on the inside broke. So I couldn't do anything because if I moved or did anything, my head was going to come flying off. Right. And that happened. Oh, that happened. When did that happen? That happened, I think, an hour before Lee Corso put on my head. And so I was just, I was panicking. I didn't really know what to do. Like, there was nowhere I could really go to fix it. And I didn't know how to fix it because I didn't. Right. I, what I have now is I have basically have a Quintar glue set up, hot glue, super glue, like an emergency repair kit for the mascot. At that point, I didn't. Uh, and so I was just, I was a fish out of water or I was a cat in water, literally. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is not a fish out of water. I was a cat in water. And so I, um, I, uh, I kind of just had to chill out and just, you know, do little things and little movements. Um, I wish I could have given the crowd a lot more. Um, but Monty was there. Uh, first time I met him, this, this Monty, um, he did a good job. Apparently that was his like second appearance ever. He can tell you more about that. Uh, but he did a great job. Um, but the one thing that was super cool, you said meeting Lee Corso. Um, yeah. I saw Lee Corso and I said, and in my head, I said, if there's one thing I want to do, because if we remember right, this was Lee Corso's first game back for a while. Right. And so I was like, man, I need to meet this man. Like, I need to shake his hand. I need to do something. And I got to walk up to him, shake his hand. And that went viral. They're like viral enough for me. Like, <laughs> that was the clip everybody showed everywhere going, Lee Corso's back, Lee Corso's back. And what I didn't know is that my cameraman or my camera woman, she also got it on video and I just found the clip uh, and I'll, I'll send it to you as well. And I just found the clip and there is a new, uh, now I have a new unreleased clip of me saying hi to Lee Corso. It's so cool. Oh, um, man. But watching him put the head on, uh, I mean, I knew, I mean, I knew I'm confident in my cats. I knew we'd be just fine. Uh, <laughs> I was more hurt that Pat McAfee said that the Grizz were going to beat us. I won't lie. I was hurt. I was yeah. hurt. Hurt. Uh, but, I mean, they have to do that for, for shock aspect. But, uh, right. but to watch a legend like Lee Corso, um, who's put on hundreds and hundreds of mascot hats, heads, uh, do that was amazing. I, it was a lifetime, a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Right. And I think, I think sadly, because he's had the absence he had last year, Champ may be his last mascot head. You're like one of, did he, he didn't do any, did he do any others? I don't know if he did later on in the year after. Hey, you know what? I, if I'm one of the last mascot heads he ever put on, I'm okay with that. That's, yeah. I mean, I got it on video. I got, that's all I need. That's all I needed. All I wanted, all I cared about was that I got to I got to shake Pat McAfee's hand, met a couple a couple of the other guys. Um, I got to see a lot of my friends. A couple uh, like a lot of my friends were on the very front of the of the wall or the bar. Or oh, that's so cool. And so I they had been sitting there since like 2 a.m. and I got to see them. It was it was 
as a person and as a mascot, that was one of the best experiences. And as a friend and as a teammate, that was one of the best experiences I've ever had. I'm very humbled and very gracious to be in the position that I am. That's so awesome. So you've mentioned that, you know, you went to South Dakota state with the team. You obviously are going to Boise with the team for the basketball tournament. What are those tournaments and games that are in the playoffs and all of that like for you as the mascot? So uh, I'm very lucky. We haven't traveled much for football because most of the time we're in the one or two seats. So they have to come to us, you know, (laughs) you know what I mean? They like, well, I haven't had to travel much. Like last year, I didn't travel to the national championship. Chisholm did that. Um, and and he traveled for Sam Houston. Um, so I didn't travel. South Dakota was my very first uh, football travel. Um, that was a very interesting trip. It was a very quick trip. Uh, we woke up at like 5 a.m. or earlier, 4 a.m. Yeah, it was 4.45 was meet time at the airport. Um, got on the plane uh with the boosters shout out the boosters they were awesome they were fantastic love love the quarterback club they were great um shout out president cruzado was on our trip by the way if president cruzado hears this i love you i love you miss cruzado you are the you are my favorite uh but so we fly down there we fly into sioux falls south dakota which i lived in at one point for like a summer side point and so we get there we hop on a bus we ride on the bus for an hour and a half two hours uh, roads actually weren't bad. It was not nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. We get there. We immediately like show up. We go and drop all of our stuff off and we get dressed. Um, I got to go meet the Jackrabbit. Uh, shout out the Jackrabbit for South Dakota State. He did a great job. And uh, But the one thing is, as mascots, we're not allowed to go to each other's sides during playoffs. We, he can't come to me. I can't come to him. Interesting. Which sucks. It's, it's weird because that's a huge like opportunity uh, of like just kind of content and stuff like that. Right. Um, and he, I mean, and I reach out to about like, if I travel to anywhere, I mean, I travel, uh, when I go out to Boise, I, I, I message all the mascots personally and go, Hey, I'm coming down. Let's collab. Let's do some stuff. Let's film some stuff. Uh, let's make this beneficial for both parties. Right. Uh, but for football playoffs, you don't really do that. It's kind of just like, Hey, nice to meet you. Good luck. Whatever team wins, uh, I hope they beat the North Dakota State Bison. Uh, <laughs> you know, well, that's what literally a conversation that he and I had was. I don't care. Like, man, if you win, great. If I win, great. As long as we beat the Bison, that's all I care. That's all I care. It's, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> so uh, it was. It was. It was great. Um, I the fans actually were. Uh, fans were okay. Uh, I mean, of course, I mean, they're like, we're opposing cheerleaders, we're opposing spirits, squad, opposing mascots. So like, you're going to get some huff and guff. And right. there was one guy who was just like screaming at our girls, do a backflip, do a backflip, do a backflip. They are not monkeys. They are not cats or dogs. You cannot tell them to do things and they will not do it. No. <laughs> uh, just because they're like the same size as a small puppy <laughs> does not mean they're going to do it uh shout out my girls they are i love my girls uh they're the best and crazy athletes uh so this guy's kind of he's not harassing them but he's kind of just like he just wants them to see do some tricks but because it's negative 35 million degrees uh we can't throw barely anything right and so uh and he started harassing me and i kind of pointed because his i think his wife was pregnant beside him uh, I, I guarantee his wife pregnant beside him. And so I pointed at her and did the like round belly movement and was like, oh, so like so happy for you. And then I pointed at him and did also the round belly movement and la- and did a laughing, kind of a laughing thing. And he lost it. He wasn't mad, but he like he was just like, oh, come on, that's not fair. <laughs> and they kind of harassed us a little bit more. I mean, as as opposing fans should, you know? Right. Uh, and then the one thing that really stood out to me about the South Dakota fans is that um, about halfway through the game, the guy that I I'd, I'd, I'd laughed at his belly, he came down to me and offered me hand warmers and was like, do you need coffee? Do you need hot chocolate? Do you need anything? We're willing to go get some for you. And I said, no, like I mimicked no, but I wish I could tell that guy how much 
how much I appreciated it. Wow. Because like that was just, I mean, shout out South Dakota, man. They, they were so great to us. Like, I mean, as opposing fans, they did, they did such a great job to be like respectful and be like, yo, those, those cheerleaders that are like 85 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. They got to be cold. Mm-hmm. And they're going up in toss chairs and toss hands and, and uh, yeah, uh, but that I mean that was fun. Um, I didn't sweat at all during that game. Uh, I, I didn't. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I didn't sweat at all. I was, I was, it was comfortable actually. Um, and then we got done. Uh, we loaded up. We loaded up everything, and uh, and then we hopped on the bus, rode all the way back, got to the airport. Um, went to go like check in all of our stuff, our flags never got to run our flags um and the mascot and stuff that they could go under the plane and tsa started giving us a whole bunch of grief about like like what if there's stuff in the flag so we had to unsaran wrap all of the flags check out every single flag to make sure there wasn't any paraphernalia in there and i just remember looking at my like at my buddy nate who i i will keep mentioning and him just going I hate it here. <laughs> it's like, we had just gotten beat, man. It's cold. We're like, we just driven two hours and we just want to go home and go to bed. And this lady is just giving us so much grief and we're like, I hate it here. I don't want to do it anymore. And so we finally got everything loaded and the plane was loaded. And again, I will shout out the, the, the quarterback club and president Cruzado and you know, after a loss like that, that we didn't expect to get, we expected to win and we didn't expect to get beat like that. You know, um, we, I mean, those boys put in so much work yeah. Uh, and you know, they, I wish it was closer, but congratulations South Dakota state for beating the bison, you know? Uh, right. But like we of course are freezing. We've had this, this kind of shitty trip back and we hop on the plane and they start singing the fight song and cheering for us as we get on the plane. And I can't tell you, I cried. Like I, I had tears in my eyes because that was the like, we felt so appreciated by, by the alumni, by these people that sometimes like, as like cheer people, like as like cheerleaders and, and spirit squad, we don't, you don't, I mean, you don't get all the attention in the world. You don't kind of get as much respect as, as those girls and guys sh- should get. Right. And so when we got on that plane and President Cruzado was leading a chant, uh, leading the fight song for us, that I, I will respect her to the day I die because that was amazing. And then we flew home. We landed. Um, that was the longest flight back. I have no clue why it took so long. We landed and then we went and got burritos and went home and fell asleep. <laughs> uh, that's It goes long, 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 and then short end of story. <laughs> Oh, that's great. And it, you're exactly right. I mean, President Cruzado and the alumni and everything just are so supportive of the whole university. It, it's really awesome to see. It's, it's cool to see from afar. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and shout out like administration here, um, especially Leon Costello. Yes. He's been very helpful. I mean, like we, we haven't seen like this much success in all Bobcat programs in Eight ages forever. Yeah. Basketball, football. Uh, I mean, track is killing it. Tracks at a at a state or a conference or, or whatever. That big guy right now. Yeah. I mean, tennis is killing it. Um, Duncan Hamilton, my God, he's an animal too. Uh, shout out my track friends and and volleyball too. They've been doing great. Uh, and he has just been he's stepped up the plate and he is not backing down from any challenge. Uh, I mean, you can see that with game day. You can see that us going to March Madness. He's bringing it on, and he is bringing this. He's bringing Bobcat athletics to a new level. And hi, and if he hears this, man, Leon, you're killing it, man. I love you <laughs> for sure. And he puts up with so much of my stuff. Like he puts up with so much of my crap. Like he sometimes they say like I should be paying MSU money for being such a liability. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and so, like, I, I I love it, man. It is, it's great. I love it. It's it's, I love it here, man. I wouldn't want to be in any other college. That's awesome. So one of the perks I would say of being champ is you are the face of the Bobcats for especially little kids. 
what does that aspect of the, you know, of the role mean to you? Oh, I love kids. I love kids. I have always loved kids. I think they are just little bundles of joy. Um, but as a mascot, I've also learned to strongly dislike kids. <laughs> I've also learned that I love good kids and I hate bad kids. Um, but I, I love all Bobcat fans. Uh, if a kid is not so well-behaved, yeah, I kind of look at it and go, you know, if I saw like my idol, well, I don't want to say idol, but if I see like, you know, a mascot to a little kid, if I, I like, if you saw Mickey Mouse as like, a, as like an eight-year-old, you're going to lose your mind. Right. And maybe you're not going to act like the most, like, you're not going to act like, like a responsible kid. You're going to be like, that's my freaking idol. I'm so excited. Mm. So I can't, I can't diss any kid for being pumped and, and maybe not behaving as well as they should. Um, I love kids. I love, I love how, like, I love the innocence of, it doesn't matter if it's freezing. It doesn't matter if it's hot. It doesn't matter if they, if their parents have had a bad day. It doesn't matter if we've lost. It doesn't matter if we won. The moment that they see the mascot, their day is made and they love it. And that's why I love going to schools. That's why I love, I love meeting kids. I love taking photos. And like after the gold rush game, it was so hot and I was so done. I was so sick and tired of being in that suit. And I took photos for probably a half hour after that, just because right. here's what I think, you know, some of those kids, maybe that's the only cats game they've ever been to. Maybe that's the only game they've, they, maybe that's the only game their parents can afford to take them to that whole year. Maybe that's mm-hmm. the first game they've ever went to. And and all they want to do is get a photo with the mascot. And because I'm tired, because I because I'm sweaty and I want to go home. No, that's not fair to them. That's not fair to that's not fair to uh that's not fair to uh here. Someone's walking into my room real quick. Uh let me throw you on mute real quick. Beer back. Awesome. Brief interruption there, but we're back. Uh what I was saying was uh love, I love kids, man. Um, kids are the highlight of my day. Uh, and there's no point to be a mascot if you don't like kids. And if you don't like, uh, and if you don't like, uh, I mean, all kids are great, man. I, that's one thing that we're going down in Boise. When we go down to Boise, we're going to middle school, uh, like a elementary school. And it's so much fun because they are just amazing. And my, actually my favorite kids are not the, super outgoing ones my favorite ones are the really quiet ones that are really they're nervous they don't they're not scared of you they just don't know what's going on they don't know why you exist they don't know what you want (laughs) um which is fair i mean that's totally understandable right um but my favorite thing is to make, make those kids that are uncomfortable comfortable and excited um especially for like little little kids like one year old younger than that and something that I'll, I'll do is that I'll put my, my hand out, my paw, let's say paw, and, and I'll rub the fur on my hand and be like, see, fluffy, like nice and like nice kitty, warm kitty, little ball of fur, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And they'll rub your hand. And if that's, if that's all I get out of it, that's all you get out of it. And it's, uh, it's, it's nice. I love it. Um, another thing that I really like, uh, special needs, uh, is a huge thing um some people don't think about um i mean special needs we do a lot of uh autism walks um and i uh, same thing with the kids they are just bundles of joy and they are just so excited um and one thing that i will say over and over and over again is when you show up as a mascot, your job is to treat everybody the same, no matter what they do. You are, you are non-partial, you are non-biased. And I, I support that with everyone. Like it doesn't matter if you're a suit or out of a suit, you treat everyone the same, no matter who they are, what they do. And that is the same thing with kids that are special needs and they love it. And they, I've met some funny, funny, funny kids that are special needs and there was one kid i don't remember his name i i, I wouldn't say it anyway uh he outdanced me 
and I'm not a great dancer, but like I can, I mean, I can dance a little bit. And he embarrassed me. Embarrassed me. <laughs> and and that was that made my day. I because he blew me out of the water. He blew the mascot out of the water. How great that made him feel. Of course, hurt my pride like an insane amount, but you know, <laughs> you win some, you lose some. That kid, I, I, those things are my, the, those, those, not games, uh, those events are those times where I meet kids that are special needs is my favorite. I just, I could do it. Oh, and uh, my, sorry, I, I'm expanding on your question so much. Uh, uh, there's a um, third group, there's kids, special needs, and elderly folks, elderly, like, um, old folks homes um, hospitals are my favorite uh, or one of my favorites uh, my grandfather is currently in the hospital uh, um, at uh, Miles City and he's been there for a while and I for was it his birthday I don't know if it was no I don't think it was his birthday I think it was just a we, we were just all there I brought the mascot suit down of course got permission to bring it down and kind of just did my thing and walked into every single like every like every single room that would have me uh and just show some love and not everyone that like is in a hospital has a family that comes and sees them or reaches right. out and like and that is something that if I can bring some joy to people that are hurting people that are in pain I that's that's what it's about man I love it that yeah yeah it got me emotionally talking about it. I I love it I love bringing happiness to people. Sometimes I push a little too far, but most of the time, most of the time, <laughs> most of the time, uh, I make, I feel like to think that I make more people happy than I do mad. <laughs> but there, as a mascot, you have to have, have to have a healthy balance. Oh, for sure. Um, mm. So my final question here is, um, you know, for students that want to become a mascot, um, how do you get into it and how do you, you know, I guess like pursue it, I guess is kind of the word that I want to use. No, that's a great question. Uh, so I, I'm going to be real. I had no clue on how to become a mascot before I literally met the guy that is the mask. Like that was the mascot. I, I had no clue. Um, basically we have tryouts um uh in spring i think the spring tryouts are april 23rd april 22nd maybe uh don't quote me on those dates but pretty close to it um and students that want to be want to be a mascot uh you pay like a 50 dollar like tryout fee um and you come we have kind of like a we kind of just run through some stuff we kind of just run through like a event like kind of i like to because I'm the kind of the guy running the mascot stuff right now. Mm -hmm. uh, I kind of just go through a routine. We do a whole bunch of improv. I see how you're doing. Of course, I'm trying out as like, I'm trying out as well. So like, I, like I, I'm also seeing you guys as competitors, but I also want you guys to succeed. Um, of course, I'm going to fight for my job until the day I die, you know? Uh, <laughs> but um but then basically how it goes, it's like a two day process. Very first day, I kind of just go over some rules, kind of just things that like you need to know about mascotting. Like we kind of, we don't do like a physical, but we kind of just do like a, okay, can you do 30 push-ups like quickly? And yeah. can you run like, can you, like if I have you run up the stairs and down, actually the stairs make me out of breath. I'm not even gonna lie. I mean, like, like, can you run a lap without being on, like dying out of breath? Right. Because like, oh, and then there's a, there's not a high, like Champ the Bobcat is supposed to be about 6'4 um, with the suit on. I'm about uh, six foot, six one. Uh, the suit adds about four inches. That is, we are not discriminatory, but that is what we prefer. prefer. Uh, of course, um, it, it's, it'd be easy, it'd look better if Champ the Bobcat was, you know, tall and beefy as he is instead of like a mini Champ the Bobcat, right. um, is that subject to change? I don't know. 
that's not my problem. Not my deal. <laughs> I don't get to that part. <laughs> uh, um, I know, I know where I'm going to be here in the next two or three years and that's here. So like, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you come try out, um, you, um, the main thing is that you make a skit. Uh, it's a two to three minute skit. Um, same thing that we would use at like nationals, even though I haven't gone and competed, which I want to do, uh, like nationals. It's like a two to three minute piece. Um, my piece this year sucked uh, because I thought it was funny. And then I like I worked on it, worked on it, worked on it and realized, man, this is not funny. And then I had to do it anyway. And it was not funny. It was bad. I, I, thank God I was the only mascot like like trying out because it, like a mascot could have walked in there and just laid on the floor and probably beat me. It was bad. <laughs> it was not good. It was so bad. It was so bad. Mitch. I don't even want it was so bad. Uh, but we got I mean, we got her done. Uh basically a two to three minute skit um we also throw you in the suit for a bit um and just have you do some interactions um i mean for tryouts there are there are dude there are so many people there so many people there uh, uh that you can just go like there you can just have crowd interactions with anyone that you want that's uh, awesome and of course the coaches are also looking at you but i'm also analyzing you as well like, are you walking like a six foot four cocky athletic bobcat or are you right. walking like a timid kitten that just showed up? Like, and there's a lot of things like, um, I like to say hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard, um, which is true to a point. Uh, there's just some things that like, um, it's hard to teach and I don't know how to teach them. Um, I'm yeah. not a coach. I don't know how to teach someone. Like, there's some things that like, you got to be quick on your feet. You gotta, you gotta be mentally like snappy, ready, ready to roll, ready to think of stuff immediately. And that's probably because I've been doing improv stuff, acting stuff since forever. So, uh, so just that's something that we of course look for. Uh, of course, like you can teach, like you can teach it. It's just difficult to teach, man. Um, but I mean, like it's, it's, it's a task. It's not very hard. Um, and there's no shame. And like, we've had people show up, try out and go, nah, nah, same for me. Yeah. And that's, I mean, there's no shame in that. It's not for everybody. This isn't for everybody. Uh, right. It's hard. It's difficult. It's also one of the, it's the best experience I've ever had in my life. And I wouldn't trade it for the world. I love, I love the cats. I love champ, man. Well, that's awesome. Hey, I want to thank you so much champ for uh, coming on and talking about being champ. I mean, just this, this podcast is made it so much it's just giving me such insight to it it's awesome i'm glad uh, awesome mitch what do you have going on next like do you have what other podcasts do you have planned out like plug your stuff like what do you what do you how can i help like promote you i mean i'm already chatting with the monty guy i mean i can or i can always like reach out to Hey guys, Mitch here with Wide Left Sports, and do I have a company I would love to highlight for you. It's called Big Sky Customs. They make lifelike figurines of your playing days, which I think is awesome because every single person, once they're done with their playing days, they miss it. And um, how cool would it be to have a lifelike figurine to commemorate that? And I mean, Rob goes down to the very minute details about it. It's awesome. And the best part is it's out of Montana. Um, so, yeah, if you want to get one ordered, just go to his Facebook page, Big Sky Customs, and start a conversation with him about it. And hopefully you enjoy your lifelike figurine from Big Sky Customs.